The You Can't Make This Up podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So after this episode and some big laughs, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is the You Can't Make This Up podcast. 15 minutes where you can dive into the unforgettable, hilarious stories that are the essence of educators' lives in schools. On the last episode, you heard this. For lunch, he bites into one of the cherries and he's like, oh, oh my gosh. The stories shared on this podcast are all true, but any names have been changed. I'm Dr. Matthew X. Joseph. Are you ready to hear another unbelievable story where you'll likely be laughing or shaking your head or saying, you can't make this up? I am ready. So let's do it. Okay. And so every student from each group, they sent one person up and they had a fly swap. One minute later, boom, it starts up again with... And then two, he's just been all over my lanyard. He's, he's been touching me. Oh, oh, no. And the shot goes. He starts going off the rails. On this episode of the podcast, we talk to Dr. Tracy Nicole Smith, who is an educator, the founder of the Institute for Conscious Driven Living and an autism ambassador. Tracy, I hope you're ready. Because here we go. All right, we are back for another episode, and I am truly excited for today. I know I feel like I say that every time, the 10 times before. Um, this interview, but today is one of those times where I had an opportunity to connect with someone for the first time in a somewhat live setting on Zoom here to have, have a connection. And it's somebody I've crossed paths with a, a little bit in the past, and it seems to be ramping up as our drive and our things that we're passionate about are really aligned. And then yesterday, it was interesting that we seem to connect like seven times during the day, either on Twitter or just to connect. And then we are on an evening Zoom call together. It was it was fabulous. And I it just was really telling that we needed to meet, we needed to connect. We have a lot of joint connections. So I am extremely excited to to welcome Dr. Tracy Nichols Smith onto this podcast. One to spend now it's been 21 minutes talking before we even get started. So I'm thrilled to have you on here. So welcome. Thank you so much. Live from New Orleans. Bom, bom. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's like we can't have Mardi Gras this year. So I thought I'd bring in some Mardi Gras sounds. 
I, I like it. Mardi Gras beads somewhere around. All here. right, <laughs> I'll throw I'll throw them through the screen. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, and I also had a chance to read some of the things you've been writing. You've been doing some impactful things. So, tell our listeners who don't know you some of the things that you've been doing and what you what your role is in education right now. Okay, I have been teaching asynchronistically for almost six years at Ball State University in their autism ABA program. I absolutely love it. And I have to give a shout out to Ball State because their response to COVID has been nothing shy of stunning. They were very proactive from the beginning and I'm just so thrilled for all the in-person instructors and professors who had to transition. So in addition to that, two years ago, almost to the day, I retired from public education after 22 years as a special education teacher, an instructional coach, and then I made it all the way to director of special education before I said, this is it, it's time to move on. My latest job was at LSU Med School that I worked in right during COVID and then was denied a stay at home to stay with my lovely 92-year-old grandmother. Wow. So I said, it's time for me to embark on a new journey. So even That's though I'm working for Ball State, I'm still sort of like fleshing out my new pathway. Nice. And your new pathway, um, I think, has brought you to doing some work in enlightenment. And you had a website. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's really exciting. Um, in addition to graduating from college, um, the next day when I was 23 or years old, I think, I think it was 22, 23, I woke up and started having a spiritual awakening crisis where I really felt that I didn't know what I really wanted to do. And I felt very lost and disconnected. So starting my first teaching job kind of coincided with my first spiritual awakening. As time has gone on, not only have I served as a educator, but I was also somebody who really helped families and teachers and schools frame things in the bigger picture. So fast forward to October of 2019, something intuitively told me to join Twitter and I started writing on Medium. And from there, I found out about Twitter chats. And when I started nice. showing up, yeah, it was really cool how it kind of snowballed. And Abby French um, helped me on my first Twitter chat. She was DMing me, um, this is how you do it. And I mean, I'm, <laughs> Great. I'm still a disaster. Bonnie was helping me the other day with, um, you know, something. So uh, I couldn't figure out TweetDeck or how to schedule tweets. <laughs> um, it was a disaster. I'm still just like tech, you know, not that savvy. But anyway, um, so everybody was kind of responding more towards my spirituality and, you know, all of my conversation around like figuring out your divine purpose and your soul journey and being responsible for the energy you put in your world. And so I'm just finally like heeding the call to be a spiritual awakening coach and enlightenment educator to help people in helping or healing professions navigate the post-COVID life of now figuring out what is my real purpose? Because I think as educators, you know, we know that our purpose is to help or heal but once our busy lifestyles stopped and people kind of looked around, I think a lot of people realized that staying pathologically busy 
was really providing a distraction from other things that our soul wanted to learn and heal. Wow, that, that, that's a lot to, to take on. And reading some of your work, it, it's deep and it's really impactful. So I'm, I'm really thrilled that our paths have crossed and even more in the last seems 24 hours. And I hope even more as we continue moving forward. So you've been in the profession a while, you've had many different roles. So what is it? What is it that our listeners are going to shake their heads, laugh, and just say, you can't make this up. So Dr. Smith, I'm going to turn it over to you and let it rip. All right. You can call me Tracy, but no one else. Everyone else has to call me doctor, especially for the Jill Biden thing. I agree. Um, All right, Tracy, take it away. So I had been working with students with autism in my first teaching job and my next door neighbor got a promotion to run a pre-K program. So she begged me to run an inclusion class where I'd be teaching preschoolers and then having some students with various special needs. And I said, absolutely. So five-year-olds you were saying? They were four. Four-year-olds, okay. four. So... I decide that I'm going to just go all out and whole hog. And, you know, I know that when you teach children with disabilities that you, even if they're nonverbal, you teach them like you would teach any other student. You don't water down curriculum or, you know, make lessons um, that are like below their level per se. You teach the same curriculum. And then what you do is you might change the rate of how you present it or the style that you present it. So I knew that I could just do magical things in this class. So I decide I'm gonna get a class fish. fish? And oh yes, and um, it's a beta fighting fish. And I'm okay. like, so awesome. I love it. I love this <laughs> fish. It's just the greatest thing Does in the, the world. Does the fish have a name? You know, I was trying to remember and I was like, I think I blocked out the name. Okay. All right. I think you'll know why. All right. Didn't I name this fish? Didn't we name it? I'm like, I think (laughs) I blocked it out. So like the fish would go home, like with the students, you know, for holidays and everything. So one day, you know, I decided, okay, I think I've had this fish a long time. I think you're supposed to change the water. So I make this. (laughs) No deal about like we're going to change the water and we're going to measure and we're going to do all these with things. all the kids there all the kids are around and i follow the directions to a t and we change the water and we put the fish back in and like one minute later he comes floating up to the top <laughs> the next thing you know <laughs> one starts crying the next one starts crying they're all crying you killed the fish miss tracy and i'm like i killed the fish oh no in front of them they were like traumatized one of their moms called me and she said kenley cannot go to sleep <laughs> because you killed the fish it's all she's talking about so i had to have the social worker come in and like oh, no. group lesson on like death and then parents were like calling saying, what are you giving this lesson on death? And I'm like, no to sell. Please don't change the water in front of the kid. <laughs> oh, I can just see those little four-year-olds 
and more and the first one starts crying and then they're all crying i can remember kenneth kenneth if you're out there kenneth you started that whole crying <laughs> i don't even know if anyone else was gonna cry once kenneth was like ah then they're all crying floodgates said, open no and i just couldn't live it down i mean for years at that school they call me fish killer oh like, no yes. <laughs> that's so, even better just the, yeah. th thank you for adding that that extra bit of fun right there the fish yeah. killer I'm, I'm the fish killer. So I have another story. So that's oh, my please. Like, yeah, Tracy is like <coughs> clearly not that great with tech because she needs so much help with Twitter still like yesterday with Bonnie. And then, you know, now Tracy should switch into this story actually has a really good lesson. Um, and it's something that's really aligned to anyone who teaches students who are nonverbal and anyone who really doesn't have an understanding that, and you know, I don't, I never judge when people don't understand that nonverbal students, sometimes we don't know what they take in, what they absorb, right, what right. they comprehend. And so I never criticize <laughs> people who don't understand that. I can remember, you know, when I, we had a student who was gifted and he had cerebral palsy and he used a wheelchair and people were like, he's gifted. And so I was like, I like this conversation because I think it really like sparks a lot of, we all make stereotypes and assumptions and you see he's using a wheelchair, but you don't understand cognitively, you know, he is actually superior. Right. So anyway, my old boss, got a promotion and he became the chief academic officer in our large school district here with like 80 people. And we were all in different networks. So he and I were in a different network, but he asked me if I would go to a school and have a difficult conversation with a teacher and an assistant principal who was uncomfortable talking to this teacher about how she wasn't really stepping up and providing adequate instruction and having high expectations okay. for her students. Makes sense, okay. So I went in there and the first thing that the teacher said is, she said the kid's name Darren. Darren is horrible and he needs to be institutionalized. He doesn't belong in a school. Oh, wow. So we know that the conversation deteriorated. So she was put on leave and her para was in the class with a sub and they asked me to go in and observe a couple of days later to make sure that everything was gonna be okay. And so I went in the classroom and it just so happens that his psychologist was visiting and he was doing an observation as well. And the para was in there and then the sub. So he's in there and they're talking about him right in front of him. Oh, now no. this little thing had to be he was a tiny tiny little thing no no older than seven years old and okay. he just finally has had it and he gets up and he punches the para like and then close-fisted punch close fist punch he's like seven years old he's tiny he's a petite frame punches her and then he goes and he throws all the materials in the air and then he rips something off the board and then he goes over the psychologist and he starts kicking him. And then he comes over to me and he picks my hand up and he literally just pets it with one <gasps> little finger. And they were like, 
what? I mean, he is like a tornado Tasmanian devil, but he could, I didn't say a word when I was in there, but he could feel the energy of me having an open mind about him, me having compassion and me having belief in him. And you know that you can't make that up. I mean, literally he is on a rampage, like in the midst of all of those impulsive emotions. But when he gets to me, he literally stops and I'm like, here we go. And he picks my hand up and he just pets it with an index finger. Wow. Well, they, they you can just tell. And that's, that is amazing. And it totally fits that you just can't make it up because um, really, you know, thinking about, I think I saw right on your front page, your, your Twitter page, it says enlighten and educate. And these two stories really em- embody that, that you en- enlighten and educate kids each and every day. And I think that's, that's awesome <laughs> for sure. I mean, I'm hoping I enlightened and I educated anyone who's not familiar with fish. Yes, we've learned to not bring their fish to you for sure and to bring in some positive energy. Those are two, two definite lessons for today on top of the, the big laughs and a moral to having that positive energy as well. Well, it was, it was so awesome to talk to you both the, the 20 something minutes before and the time here today and I hope a lot after this and, and moving forward for, for those who are looking to learn more about you, your work, um, all that you bring to the profession, where can they find you? I have a website, Tracy with an I, NicoleSmith.com. And in January, I'm launching my own Institute for Learning more about spiritual practices. So you can read more about it on my website. I'm also on Twitter at the Ed Epistolary. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Tracy with an I, Nicole Smith. Awesome. See you. All right. And that gives all of you homework. I'm going to put all of this information in the show notes. So you have a lot to to read up on. You have a lot to check up and learn from Tracy. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Pleasure taking our connection to tagging and then seeing each other online to actually connecting and talking. So it's been awesome. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I'm actually equally as thrilled to connect with you more. I have been to the mentor roundtable and watched your show and also just connected with you on chats, but all the synchronicities brought us here today. So truly awesome. awesome. And to, to many more and, and for all of those listening out there and laughing along with us, we need to continue to laugh in, in our profession. If you have a story to share and add to this, this laughter and camaraderie that we're, we're bringing to all of you, feel free to email me at drmatthewxjoseph at gmail.com or DM me matthewxjoseph on Twitter. And I'd love to have you on, love to connect with you, love to talk and hear what you have to say to make our listeners shake their heads or laugh or just say, you can't make this. So Tracy, you have a wonderful night and I hope we can continue to connect moving forward. Absolutely. Blessings to everyone. This is the You Can't Make This up podcast brought to you by anchor create distribute post your podcast 100 free at anchor.fm subscribe to this podcast on anchor google Podcasts, spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast leave us a rating and review and share it with your friends and remember you don't have to be an educator to listen special thanks to carl hooker for his influence in getting me started on this project 
Dr. Jeff Pritchett for introducing me to Anchor, and Christine Bravesi-Weinstein for writing the intro and outro to this podcast, and each and every guest who has shared a small snippet of their educational journeys with us and made us laugh out loud along the way. I'm Matthew X. Joseph, and this is the You Can't Make This Up Podcast. <laughs>